Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you uh, haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. If you love my show, give me a five-star review. Write a review if you want to, if you're on Apple, if you love my show. Uh, if you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous Confessions because most of the time people are calling in anonymously. Uh, I change everybody's voices. Everyone's got fake names. You could email me from a fake uh, email. You could call me from a blocked number. I don't need to know exactly who you are. I just want to hear your true story. So if you have an interesting, true, naughty story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Uh, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Give me a little information about what you want to talk about. If you have a confessions that you just want to get off your back, you could call my confessions hotline. That number is available 24-7. You could call anytime, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now listen, make sure you're in a quiet place. You got four minutes, leave a message. If you need a longer, just call back. I'll put them together. I change all the voices on the Confessions Hotline, too. Those are all aired on my Patreon, okay? So there's hundreds of confessions over there on my Patreon. You also get early and ad-free episodes. You also get Q&As that I do most of the time, like every month, where I answer questions. You also get uh, anonymous pics of all of my female guests. I think there's maybe like one that hasn't sent in a pic. All the rest of them have. If you want to put like a hot body, a hot, sexy pic to the episodes, uh, as well as get free access to my Discord channel, which is private that you got to pay for. But if you join my Patreon, you get involved there. You could go in there. Uh, that is where people are getting super naughty. You get to post pics. Other people post pics. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on there. It's all X-rated. You get access to that too. All of that for just five bucks a month, okay? I keep adding things. I don't cha raise the price. So now's the time to get in, okay? Uh, it's $5 a month. You could cancel it at any time. Go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I also, because this is a fetish Friday, I also have two separate fetish tiers over on my Patreon. One for guys. I call them hosers. Guys who are into pantyhose. Uh, you get exclusive pantyhose episodes over there. We do a lot of fun stuff, contests and stuff, as well as a cross-dresser tier, just specific cross-dresser content, extra content, exclusive content over there. 
Now, today I have on Willie. Now, Willie's into pegging. He's into men, women, trans women, a lot of fucking watching his girl with other people. I decided to put him on a fetish Friday because he's got the whole pegging thing going on. And then I decided to air him this week because I have two other guys this week that are into watching their girl with other guys. I had Johnny in the beginning of the week that has his hot wife, hot wife. And then I had Mike on in the middle of the week and his girl was fucking his best friend and they're swapping and all that. And I'm like, why don't I put Willie in this week and keep with the theme of guys loving their girls to be fucked with other guys. He's got that kink, but he also is really into pegging so much so that him and his girl post uh, videos of themselves online. He does give a shout out to where you could see that action on whatever porn site it is that he posts on. I forget. But mostly what we talk about on this episode is, you know, we start out in the beginning with some really crazy stuff that happened to him when he was younger, like abuse. And let me just tell you, it's like really a common thing. I've heard a lot of stories from a lot of guys, not just on my show, but guy friends, Girls, too. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of weird shit goes down when people are young. He talks about the traumatizing stuff that happened to him when he was really young. And it's kind of a crazy story what happened to his abuser. Um, uh, And then once we get past that, he starts talking about how and when he started hooking up with guys. And then eventually he had a, a trans guy, he had a trans female who he dated, who was an escort, and then he talks about his wife, who he met. She's had a gangbang. He opened up to her about being into guys. She was down. They have threesomes together with guys. He's hooked up with a guy solo. And then he talks about how they and why they started posting videos of themselves, okay, online having sex. He's kind of like a porn star. He's got a porn page. <laughs> He gives you that information. He's very into pegging. Like I said, he talks all about that. And so I'm going to be right back on with Willie. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Willie Long. Welcome to the Strict, Strictly Anonymous podcast. Willie Long, I didn't get, I remember your email talking about, you know, a lot of things, but I didn't know you were in, into porn when you book the appointment, you're like, oh, use Willie Long. That's my porn name. Are you also like in porn? Do you do porn too? <laughs> Can we start there? Uh, amateur porn. Uh, pegging porn, actually. Pegging porn? Yes. And when you say amateur? Uh, pretty much. I just set up the camera, uh, my phone, and just hit record, and me and my wife just go at it. But then you post it for everyone to see. That's what makes it porn. Mm-hmm. Oh, where? Correct. Oh, okay. Do you get? A, do you have a big audience? <laughs> um, I would. I would say medium size because one of our videos right now is at sixty something k views. Sixty thousand views. Okay, cool. All right, so we'll get yeah. to the point where your wife and you are pegging on camera, okay? Because we got to start from the <laughs> beginning because there's a lot of stuff here. Right. Uh, right. Right. Uh, you know, so you're a guy. I mean, the 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 short story is you're a guy. You had some bad stuff happen to you when you were younger. We hear this a lot. You know, uh, you look mm-hmm. and then you eventually I think what happens after bad stuff was put on you when you're younger, you act out, you know, and you started acting out and having sex very early on. And then you started hooking up with trans uh, women, is that correct? 
friends, guys. So I had a boy. I had a boyfriend for a year. Mm-hmm. A trans guy. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. I had a regular boyfriend for a year, and then later on, I say around 2018 is when I had a relationship with a trans. Right, and so you're by, and now you're with your wife, and you're doing pegging. So let's start all the way from the beginning. Tell me your story, Willie Long. Okay, so between the ages of five and six, um, I uh, I was in church, uh, Baptist, of course, <laughs> because we're down here in the South. Um, and the guy, he was about, I say at that age, I think he was like 13, maybe 14, six foot tall dude. Um, and we all knew he was kind of gay. Well, not kind of gay. We knew he was gay. Like, <laughs> Word on the street. <laughs> it, it wasn't even really word on the street. It's just how, the mannerism. Oh, People okay, coming in yeah. with long, like with long weave braids and <laughs> the whole nine. And but at that time, he wasn't like fully like fledged out. So uh, one day, we was in a. I was in the bathroom, just minding my business. Uh, he comes in there and he. Pretty much just forced me to, like, he pulled his dick out and was like, hey, um, so we pretty much, we can do this the hard way or we can do this the easy way. Oh, God. That's yeah. very threatening. Yeah, it is, especially when you're, like, you know, only about three feet tall and you're looking at somebody that's, like, seven feet to you. Yeah, yeah. How old were you again? Uh, I was like about five or six when oh, it started. Oh, God. I have a and child who's seven, so I know, like, I, I just, I could put that kid there. That's really young. That's fucked up. Right. Right. And I have a nine-year-old as well. So, yeah, so you, you know, know yeah. It, I, yeah, and we had a family member over the other day who I think, we, me and my wife both think he's gay or something mm-hmm. and we, i'm not gonna lie my nerves was kind of rattling when they was in the room playing by themselves <laughs> well that's uh, the trauma that's what happens with people who have boy. had that kind of trauma you'll be triggered i would assume do you have a boy or a girl a boy like when your kid was five or six years old did you feel anything at that time because i would think some certain things would trigger you for sure especially if you see like your kid when he's a you know the same age you were i don't know yeah and like even when like he used to go over uh friends houses Mm -hmm. used to have like babysit him i was worried even then like even with the women, I was like, okay, because my friend, she used to, like, babysit them, and she, like, put them in his PJs and all that stuff, and I was like, hmm, okay. yeah, I'm yeah. a little nervous. But... Of course, you're going <laughs> to see that again, in everything. I, I, yeah. Right, right, and I, I'm just, in my mind, I'm like, I'm just praying that she's actually just watching him and not watching him. Oh, and that went on for years, for I, I say between... Uh, about seven is when it kind of stops. So about two years it went on. Um, he left. Wow. Uh, and he, he, yeah, he he left the church and moved away or whatever. And come to find out, like, actually, what was it, about two, maybe no, about three, maybe four years ago, his mother actually killed him. What? Yes. What do you mean? Do you know the circumstances around that? Like why she killed him or what the deal was over there? 
Um, so, so what I gathered from my mom, uh, was his mother was mad at him. They got into an argument about something. I'm not totally sure what, and she blew his brains out. Yeah, but I mean, you don't just kill your kid because you got in an argument. I mean, there must have been more there, but right. you don't know, right? But you know, maybe she yeah, felt like know I the mean, full story. <laughs> yeah. And listen, I I just think you know what was whenever you hear of someone abusing someone, you have to think to yourself too, like what happened to them that they have that behavior at such a young age, you know? So you don't know what was going right. on in that household. Like he had a murderer for a mother, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm a mom, you know, no matter what your kid does, right. it's unconditional love. They could be the biggest fucking asshole. You can't help it. You love them. I mean, to haul off and kill your child, like something's more is going on there, you know? Oh my goodness. So anyway, right. Some, something really went on. That's and crazy. So that, mm-hmm. Right. And so after that, uh, well, in between that a little bit, me and my church best friend were experimenting with each other. Uh, she's like, about, I think she was, uh, about, we were about like a year apart from each mm-hmm. other. And so we're experimenting, touching, uh, figuring things out. Um, she she's, she's giving me head. I gave her head. Uh, and then around when I was about 10 was when we actually had sex for the first time. Wow. Um, I mean, that's too young to, I'm any... sorry, but that's too young right. to be doing all that stuff. That's not called experiment. Like, that's sad because, you know, what's going on with these poor kids that are doing mm-hmm. stuff? Like I said, of course, at that point now, you're acting out because of all this stuff that's going on. You were like sexualized, uh, you know, right. w- way before right. you should have been. Right. At a, yeah, too young to even really know yeah, of course. what was really going on, anything of that. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is, it, it, and it really led to a lot of, like, uh, sneaky behavior. Like, of course. Um, like, I would be over at my friend's house, and even though it wasn't, it was consensual, it wasn't, it was like half-half, like consensual, not consensual, like, we, we'll be asleep, I'll wake up, I'll go over there, I'll go play with them touch them and they'll wake up and we'll start fondling around and then we'll go back to sleep penetration but we just like fond around yeah yeah yeah. Each other. yeah of course yeah mm-hmm. and, and so that that was pretty much my youth was just like a lot of hunching on top of cars in the houses where people weren't watching just a whole lot of sexual stuff happened from a very very young age yeah pretty much i was yeah pretty much all this happened in elementary Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. This summer, why not take a break and stop cooking and get 
Factor, America's number one health focus, ready to eat meal kit delivery service. With Factor, you're going to get to eat well without all the hassle. No more meal planning or preparation or going to the store and getting like 50 ingredients that you're never going to use again. With Factor, all you're going to have to do is simply choose your meals and they're going to be delivered to your door fresh. Their meals are not only fresh, they're healthy and they're ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. And what I love about Factor is they have specific dietary plans to choose from, such as vegetarian, keto, high protein, low calorie, and more. I chose the vegan option. And let me tell you, the mushroom marsala with risotto and green beans was killer. So good. Just as good, if not better, than any meal I order in from a restaurant. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. Factor meals have all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. You could pause, cancel, or change your plan at any time so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain because they have great food. So head to factormeals.com slash strictlyanonymous50 and use code strictlyanonymous50 to get 50% off. That's code strictlyanonymous50 at factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 to get 50% off. I promise you will totally dig the food. Try Factor, strictly anonymous 50 at factormeals.com slash strictly anonymous 50 or just go to the description and click on the link. Let me ask you this. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, especially, and you know, what happened to that girl that she was doing that? Unfortunately, this kind of abuse happens more than people think it does. Um, or maybe people know right. it's not that uncommon, uh, you know, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Did you ever tell anybody what happened to you? Or were you like most people and you never said a fucking word? So, so the truth ended up coming out later. Uh, and this is another story that had it ends up. Um, so in that time of experimenting and being young and all that stuff, me and my cousins were messing around and we, again, at that time, at that age, I didn't know, you know, you're not supposed to touch your cousin like that or do anything with your cousin. I, you know, it's a girl. I don't know. <laughs> and so that went on for years and years, like no penetration, just rubbing, hunching, just feeling on each other, just like, okay, what does this do? Oh, you get hard. Okay. Oh, you get wet from doing this. Oh, okay. And that's pretty much the, the gist of it. And then I say when I was about 22, they came over to the house, had a sit down. I'm thinking we were talking about regular family business or just probably planning a vacation or something. And then my younger cousin comes out talking about, um, I messed with her. And I'm like, no, no, that never happened. It was me and the other cousin. You were never involved. I, Me and her both specifically said, no, you're not involved in this, ever. And the reason why I came up, because apparently she likes women, or they thought she likes women because she dresses real uh, butchy. Mm-hmm. She dressed she, she dressed real tomboyish. All the, she plays basketball. She's a heavy set girl, and she just dressed comfortably in boys' clothes. Yeah. And they thought that something was wrong with her, and they assumed because me and the other cousin did something, I automatically guilty by association with that. Oh, they thought you must have done something to her to turn her gay. 
That's not what they're saying. He's not what you mean. That's what that's what they that's what that's what the conclusion was was oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I did something to her to make her turn gay and I'm like, I've never touched her. We never did anything. The other cousin, oh, absolutely, yes. I, hey, I put my hand on the Bible in court. Yes, we did do something. I'm not even going to say and lie about that. But the other one, no, we never did anything. She was in either the other room, somewhere else, or wherever, because we normally would be, like, in the closet somewhere by ourselves, and she would be on the outside of the closet. So it's like, how could I touch you through the closet? So, but that at that sit down, then everyone finds out that you did do all this experimenting with your other cousin. You're right, right. That's when everybody finds out, and then, uh, then they were like, "Well, did something happen to you?" And I was like, "Yes, uh, something did." And I told them exactly who it was, where it happened, how it happened, and even to this day, I still can, I still remember the smells, I still remember the feelings, all that stuff. It's still, it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> and even, even to the day, like even being by, I'm still hesitant to second it. Right, because of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what, what did, how did your mom? How did they react? Uh, mom cried. Mm-hmm. Oh. She, she, yeah, she was very upset about the whole situation. Not even just with the cousin, but of the course. whole thing. And, and pretty much because they brought it to us. We, you know, we just living our lives, doing our thing. I'm in, I'm pretty much in college at this point and just living my life doing what God knows whatever the hell I'm doing at that time. And I get this type of a call and it's like, what? So you blaming me because your daughter is whatever she wants to be. And I had nothing to do with it. Right. But they eventually, but it eventually came out to be more about you as the victim. And it really, I mean, I would assume they all like understood at that point, holy shit, you know, this is why that was going down and they wouldn't look at you as so bad. Right. Uh, Yes. They still looking. We we barely talk even to this day. Like the cousins, pretty much. The, it has it has not been resolved. No apologies has really been said to anybody. It's the just, cousins. Like, we've seen each other at my grandma's funeral. I mean, you huh? weren't the cousins. You mean those people? They 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 still don't forgive you for what you did with the girl. But was she doing it too, or were you forcing her? Like, did you did you do what no, you were doing it too? Right. So, but they blame you because you're the boy. You were the boy. Yeah, I'm the boy, and because I'm the older cousin, I'm supposed to protect and yeah, but you were like the big brother figure, right? But you weren't old enough to know what the fuck was going on either. I mean, you were both super young, and you got to wonder what happened to that poor girl that she was engaging in that kind of behavior. You know, I don't know so much that I mean, it was like I said, it wasn't you because a lot of times that's why I say what happened to that one kid that was abusing you. Like, did that happen to him? A lot of times, that's who's doing stuff like that you know so maybe you would go and force yourself on someone if something happened to you you know but you're saying like with your cousins that's not the case right with that young cousin you were with you were both sort of acting out inappropriately so you know what happened to her poor thing I mean, I, I just uh, feel like, you know, so, the blame isn't anywhere. You know, the blame isn't on you, the two little right. kids. Exactly, exactly. Not her, not you. And, mm-hmm. oh, say that again? Not her, not you. The blame isn't on either of you, but you, your cousins, parents, right. your your aunts, uncles, whatever, they blamed you for it. 
Exactly, exactly. And I get it because one, they're, I hate to say it, but they're super Christian. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the black family, when it comes with Christians, it's a lot of hypocrisy just embedded in that world. Dude, it's in white can, people too, white Christians too. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a crowd well, a big but thing. then you understand it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, hypocrisy. Just like, yeah. hey, you can go do this, but you know, you over here sucking on Sister Johnson's pussy. Like, wait, what? Like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. don't be gay, but you but you fucking everybody in the choir and on the Ursher staff. Like, what? Yeah. But okay. let me ask you this about your, because we want to get to all the rest of the stuff, but real quick question, like right, your right. mother, was she, like, was she, like, she didn't blame you, though, did she? Your mom, when she found out the no, whole no, story, no, no. she, she was cool? No, she didn't blame me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't blame me. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Uh, we actually come to terms like, hey, yeah, it, you know, it was trauma. You know, of course. It pretty much stemmed from when that happened yeah. till now at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well can't really be mad at you because again you were victimized and so you're acting out of thinking this was right behavior yeah you didn't know sneaky and doing all this stuff and come to find out no it's really not right behavior right right but again i was a kid so i had no earthly idea until like after um probably like my pre-teens like oh Okay, well, yeah, that was kind of wrong what we did. But all right, well, we going, you know, sweeping on the rug. We going to keep between us or whatnot and yeah. keep it moving forward. And then almost seven, seven, eight years later, here we go with a full-blown-out fight. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, so wait, wait. Well, let me ask you this. Did you ever, like, unpack that in therapy or anything, all that abuse that went on with you? Because that was a long time you know, for that to happen. I mean, it didn't just happen mm-hmm. once. That would be tra- traumatic enough. I mean, it happened for years. Did you ever seek therapy or have any help for that trauma? Um, no, we, we we did go to therapy, but uh, it wasn't because of that. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't because of that. It was just... Uh, you never brought that up when you were in therapy, is what you're saying. No, no, no. Okay. no. It, it, no, it was never brought up. Other things were brought up, like what you want to do with your life type things. It, right. it wasn't really about sexual or any traumas, traumas like that. Okay. So now you, so now when do you, you lost your virginity to a girl very young, right? When did you start yeah. hooking up with yeah. boys? Cause you said you did have a relationship with a guy. Right. So the guy happened. So, okay. So the first guy or trans happened when I was about I'm going to say about eight, about 19, 18, 19, around that way, after a long-term relationship with a girlfriend I had from high school. Um, so I was in college. Um, I, and I, I remember this like it ain't nothing. Um, we were in college. The professor said, hey, switch numbers with uh, your classmates so, you know, y'all can do study buddies type things. Okay, cool. I see the guy who's in the room. I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to give you my number because, again, I'm not gay. Um, you know, I'm going for the women. Somehow he gets my number. And then he pretends to be a female wanting a threesome with him and her. Okay. I get over there. Mm-hmm. So, so we talk for a little bit. 
And I'm like, okay, well, fine, you know, whatever. I, I experiment. Why not? A boy and a girl, cool, why not? I get over there, it's just him. Oh, There's wow. no girl. No, yeah, it's just him. That's now, fucked up. I will say that at that time in my life, that was probably the best head I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Not even going to lie. So you get there, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking, like, that's fucked up. You know, he bait and switched you. There's a, That's a little boundaryless and fucked up on his uh you know, mm-hmm. in his place, but you were, you went down. I mean, you were like, okay with, like you proceeded. And I would say that's also a part because of like the abuse that happened to you when you're younger. I mean, a situation right. like that, someone like you is going to, you know, not be like, fuck you and walk out. You're- right. Cause I was like, well, I'm already here. I've been drinking a little bit. So what are we going to do? All right, go ahead. He did, he did his thing for about a good, maybe 10 minutes and bam, I was, it was, it was a wrap. Um, then we continue to talk and come to find out he's actually married to somebody that we, that my mom used to teach, mm-hmm. uh, brother. Yeah. So he was married to my mom's, uh, uh student's brother. And so he was, he was he, gay he was and married up. to a man. Yes. Gay mm-hmm. and married to a, a man who uh-huh. locked up. Um, so that went on for, for about a, like I said, about a year, uh, I was there at the house. You know, we pretty, pretty much, I was there because of the head. Not even going to say it, just lie. The head was pretty much got me in the lifestyle that he was living. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't any like real love feelings behind it. Uh, it did end it real bad. Uh, we actually had a fist fight. and so after the breakup uh, yeah i started experimenting with other guys just trying to figure out you know if i really really want to do this i still had girls i still was messing around with girls but i was experimenting a little bit with guys had a couple of one-nighters uh a couple of two-timers uh and then that was about it for that um and then what, what happened after that oh when I was about 23, that's when I had my child. Um, around that time, we was trying to experiment with the whole pegging situation and whatnot, and that whole relationship went a disaster. <laughs> with the, your baby mama, you were doing it with her. Right. So the woman you're with right now right, isn't right. the mother of your child? No. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... And in that relationship, yeah, we tried to do the pegging thing. We did, uh, we, well, we did pegging a little bit. Uh, we did some threesomes. Uh, I say one was successful. The other one wasn't really successful. Uh, the one that was successful was a friend that I knew. I ended up going out because at that time in our relationship, we was having like problems because she, I know they say guys can keep it in their pants, in their pants. She couldn't keep it in her pants. <laughs> she was, yeah. <laughs> like, like from pretty much from the start of the relationship, she was just cheating left and right, just, just nonstop. Like, I look up every. She got new numbers in the phone, or she talking to old exes, and this is like, bro, like I'm here. What, what's, what's, what's up? What's wrong? Yeah. But, and so, 
so the threesome happened because I was like, all right, well, since you don't want to give me no no more pussy, I'm going to go find me a friend. Found a friend. Um, we hooked up a few times. I was like, hey, you want to come to the house and, you know, kick it with me and my girl or whatnot? And we got over there. We all had, got drunk. One thing led to another, and this man knows she was eating her out, and I was beating her back out at the same time. Oh, okay. So your friend was a woman. Right. I mean, with you, I don't know. It could be a guy or a girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, at this point. So, yeah. Okay, so, so it was time, a woman. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, yes, it was a woman. Okay. And then the next one was a woman as well. That one was horrible because the girl, she went down on her, which was fine, perfectly fine. I'm trying to, like, touch on my girl at that time, like, you know, just rub on the suck on her breast or anything. And she, like, literally just mushes me all the way off the bed. Like, no. Who, um, your girl like, or well, the I'm, other girl? Yeah, my girl. Okay. My girl. She's more into the and girl And I'm you? just like, <laughs> right. And, I, and that's exactly what happened. She wanted the girl more than me. And even with the last girl beforehand, they had, like, a semi-relationship, too. So, it, it, it like so that whole relationship thing with three cents with her, it just went south. Everything with her just went south. Right from from even opening the relationship, that even went south. So after that horrible threesome happened, and so now we're almost like towards the end of the relationship. So I was like, okay, well, since you talking about you want to go fuck your ex or whatnot now, I was like, well, how about we just open it up? And she said no. And she still wanted to go fuck him anyway. Yeah, yeah, I never understand those people, but I know people that are that complicated. It's just like, you know. Right. It's like You I, even have I, a hall I, pass, I but you can't you be honest. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense, but it's just, I, I, you can't right. figure people out like that. They're just so fucking damaged goods, whatever. Right. It's just like, bro, like I brought you women that, that, that were decent. You can go fuck whoever you want to fuck. Yeah. But the problem was it was the whole respect factor. It was too much disrespect going on after all that stuff started happening. She started bringing in dudes into the house. Start. She even kicked me and my son out to have a one night stand with a guy she was at, she worked with. Oh, sorry, but she's like she was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. She is. She still is a mess to this day. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, so. Right. <laughs> well, because it's, so a mo- it's, it's your it's, son's mother. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's, that, that's pretty much how she is now to me. It's my son's mother. That's who she is. Mm-hmm. No, well, no she at more, least no a good less. mom? Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. Okay. Let's not get into it. Go on. <laughs> So you end that re- that relationship ends. I mean, listen, you're also in your early 20s at the time, right? Because you're not that old right now. You're still what? only 30 something years old. You know, at this time though, yeah, you I'm, and this I'll woman are in your early here in a few, in Yeah, you're only 33 now. So, but back then when you're talking about this girl, you're both in your 20s, right? Early 20s? Correct. Career. I'm sorry. I-, I give people a pass at that age. The one thing that you're stupid to do at that time is like, did you get married or like have kids? You know, I mean, you're just young and mm-hmm. it's just you're just too young to take anything that seriously. Right. And, you know, she still has time to redeem right. herself. She's still only 30 something years old, whatever. <laughs> but anyway. So after that, um, well, 
Yeah, like slightly after that, I did have a couple of dudes I was messing with at that time, and then uh, then the trans one popped in my life. Uh, well, let me tell you about the first one. The first one actually happened when I was seventeen. And I was, yeah, I was walking down the street to, to the corner store to go grab whatever I was going to go grab. She pulls up and is like, hey, do you know such and such? I was like, no, I don't know who that is, but okay, whatever. She's like, oh, you handsome. Okay, cool. Didn't think that never. Again, I'm thinking this is a full-fledged woman. Cool. She was like, you want to come back to my room? Uh, and which was like literally about two-minute drive from my house. At that time, I get there. She start. Uh, she starts giving me head. Okay, cool. Then she gets up and she pulls out the biggest dick I've ever seen at that time in my life. And I'm just like, um, let me go get a condom. Out. Uh, let me watch the story. Go get a condom, and I never return. Oh, really? Yes. No. Yeah. No. I because at that time I didn't know how to really react to that because I'm thinking in my head you're an actual woman and then you pull out a cock and I'm just like oh okay right right right, <laughs> right. Was, you were pissed I, I didn't know how to really act so I didn't you know I didn't want to go off I didn't want to fight I didn't want to do none of that I just like let me just get out of this house because I don't. I'm not comfortable. Like, you didn't trick me over here, and, yeah, it's time for me to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so now, after the relationship with my baby mom, I, the second trans I messed with, me and her were actually in a relationship um, for about a, about a year, year and a half or so. Now, how did you um, meet her, and why was that a different experience than the first time? So that one was a sought-out. I sought her out on, uh, you ever heard of POF, Plenty of Fish? Yes. Yeah, so that's where I met her at. Um, and, you know, we kicked it off. Everything was fine until I realized she was a prostitute. Oh, on the side? Uh, not even, that was her full-fledged job. Oh, <laughs> she was straight up with that's you. It. Not really. I didn't find out until one day she was like, hey, go on the bathroom for a second. And I was like, okay, because she just got the phone. We was just laying there, and I go in the bathroom. A guy comes in. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I hear a little bit of noise, and I come back out. After he's gone, I'm like, what, what was that about? Oh, and then I was you know, uh, making my money. Oh, so you, so I'm your boyfriend, but you still prostituting, and you didn't think to tell me that you're prostituting? Right. Still? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she, right. so she, so, you said still. So she had told you in the beginning when you first met her that she did do that at some point? It was hinted that she was, because I saw on her page something about money. Like, if you're trying to get at me, you know, it cost this and cost that. But, with her, with me and her, it was different. Like, it wasn't transactional. Yeah, yeah. You, we were in a relationship. But she still, that's how she was making her right. money. hmm Right. And, again, I didn't know he was still doing it until, again, I had to go in the, hide in the bathroom. 
for about 10 minutes or so and like what is going on here oh my god how long into your how long stop how long in your to your relationship does she you know take a, a do a trick right while while you're there like how long into the relationship uh, do you do that? i'd say probably month three okay so you stayed with yeah, her after that you, so you did stay with her regardless so you find out she's pro- yeah, so still prostituting you like, stay okay, well, right i say because i'm just like hey you know you doing you you got your little secret life going on this is my pretty much my secret life right here so <laughs> you're my secret you life. <laughs> right. So do what you do, baby. Hey, I I have nothing. I, I, I have no words or I really have no dog in this fight about anything going on because we both wrong. You're doing what you're doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm not up front. You're not really up front. And it's just whatever it is. Uh, that ended, uh, we're still friends to this day. We still talk. Right, so you guys break up, and now you're still di- now you're seeing other guys or something. I mean, because you're not with the woman that you're with now, making porn, pegging porn yet. <laughs> the my wife now. So uh, we met in 2019, like some like summer 2019. And okay, and so now now we're on the good foot now. So how we met? One, she told we met uh, at work. Uh, just conversating, just regularly, like we both had no interest. I found out that the friend, how I, how I met her, the homie had already smashed her already. I didn't really know. And as, and at that time I didn't really care because I was, again, I wasn't looking for nobody. So we conversated every day and what really got me interested in our minutes specifically, she was like, if I could, I would fuck all of you guys. All five of you guys, right now, if I if I could, and that right, and that right, and again, she was pure honest. We weren't, we weren't, you know, this wasn't a dating phase. This was just two friends, just really just talking general, and that right there really like set the tone for okay, so, huh, so so it might be possible for M was it MMF type situation, maybe. In my mind, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, then we started talking, and how we ended up getting on the pegging subject was she was talking about how she, um, uh, how she fingered a guy before. Actually, she fingered about two or three guys, and uh, I guess you could, how they call it, eat the uh, eat the groceries. Okay. Uh, rim job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So so yeah so 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 we talked about that and and one thing led to another. This one I was thinking one of my butt and now we've been taking ever since. When did you marry her? After she put her finger up uh, her butt. So, <laughs> 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 no, so I did. So we got married uh, twenty one. Uh, yeah, June twenty one. So almost two years later. Mm-hmm. And even within that time, so right before we got married, uh, again we're we're doing a little light pegging at that time, a little toys, a little this and a little that, and um, I brought up to her that you know yes I've had sexual relations with dudes and trans before, and she brought it to me that when she was younger she got caught watching gay porn by her mother, oh, and wow. she was like. You're right. 
This is when the perfect girl for you. About like stitching, stitching. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so when she tells me that, I'm just like, oh. So so you so you like to watch penetration? She was like, yeah. I, I she was like she she's like I love it when I see the guy riding up and down and everything going on. I was like, oh, hmm. Okay, well this might can work. And so I just said, fuck it. I'm lay it on the table. So um, I was like, hey, uh, I get it. You know, you probably gonna get bored with me. I might get slightly bored with you. Uh, you know, like if you want, if you want some extra dick, you can get it. If I want some extra pussy, just let me get it. And she agreed. She was like, "Hey, if you feel the need that you want some extra, cool, let's make it happen." And so we were talking about this for quite some time. We were uh, fantasizing about threesomes quite often at that time. Uh, and then we started uh, meeting guys online. I started talking to dudes. And this one particular guy, um, he came through. He couldn't keep it up, which was very disappointing. Um, and because what was real disappointing was he was talking so much shit about what he can do and how he can do it. And, and, and like, I'm going to make her scream. I'm going to do this and all that. I'm going to have her legs up in there. I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, talk all this shit. Yeah, come on. Yeah, let's do it. Get there. Do it on the last probably about 10 good minutes. Wow. Good, he good, psyched a, himself a good, out. 10 good strokes. A good <laughs> 10 good strokes he had. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the only reason why it was ten good ones because at that at this time in the threesome where like because he gave me head first he started off giving me head then he got over and started giving her head and then then that's when we started fucking um, on my wife and and at that moment I'm like okay so he so she gave him head he acted like he couldn't barely get up I'm like dude what's going on here like you all right like. And, and again, in my mind, I'm like, dude, you talking about how you gonna be railing the hell out of her? I need to see some railing going on. Yeah. Um. So then the next threesome, half well, we were trying to plan it. Uh, she was like, well, before we do this, I want to get married. Like, like we need to be married before we continue to keep doing any of this. So I'm like, all right, cool. Propose. We got married like within ninety days. Um, I say about uh, two or three weeks after we got married, then we had a our first full successful male male threesome. I mean, male male female threesome, and it was it, it was wonderful. It was we and we both agree he had some good dick. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it was big. Um, it was slightly bigger than me. I'm like, he was like an eight. I'm like by like a seven. Like a, yeah, about like a seven. So it was like an inch or so bigger. But the feeling of it, it was like soft. It was nice. Everything about it was good. And he even, he, he fucked both of us. And that's how we both was like, yeah, it's some good dick. <laughs> even to the day, we still laugh about it. We still talk about like, yeah, damn, that was some good dick. But what happened with him was he stopped communicating with us. He was very bad at communicating. Cause we were trying to hook, yeah, we were trying to hook it up again. 
for like I think like a week or two later. A week or two later comes. We're getting ready. She's ready. She got her lingerie on, uh, another lingerie. We're like, okay, yeah, we're getting ready. We just set the pics and all that. No show. No nothing. Then he hits us up, like, later. Right. Then he hits us up, like, later on, like, oh, I'm sorry. And all this and all that. It was like, bro, you know what? Nah. Nah. We can't. Because your communication sucks. Like, you, you don't call us. You don't text us. You don't say anything. But now you want to come back, and then when you when you try to come back, I was like, hey, this is what you need to do if you want to come back, which is talk to us. You know, apologize to her for, one, standing us up. Because she sent the picture to, to, uh, in the message, and, you know, no response. You know, that, that pretty much hurts a woman's spirit like that. Because, yeah, cause, yeah, you send a nice, sexy picture to somebody, and you get no responses back from that. Yeah, terrible. Exactly. And so we ended that relationship with him. And now we're working on a new one, hopefully, around my birthday. Somebody that uh, we met uh, around the first one, but we never got a chance to actually do anything with him. Okay. So let me ask you this. Are you ever going to bring women in, or do you, you guys both are interested just in the MMF relation, threesomes? Uh, well, for, for me right now, because I've had several threesomes with women, foursomes with women, some of them were good, most of them were bad. And she even, and she was like, well, I, I was stuck on some tears, but I'm not eating no pussy. And I'm just like, well, hey, then that price, then I'm pretty sure we're not probably going to have uh, the traditional threesome, as they would call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How long you been with your wife for? So we've been together a total of four years going on five. Okay, now tell me the last thing let's talk about is uh, why you decided to post your videos up online. Um, so we saw so we saw that you can make good money with Pornhub. And at first we did it with uh, with our faces uncovered. Uh, it, it was okay at that time. And then we was having some, I was having some exes, uh, I was having some problems out of an ex. She made a Facebook page with our stuff. How did she know? She uh, found you online? She just found us. We have no idea, like, none. Like, there's literally no way for her to even have found, find us. That's like, we didn't use any real names, we used fake names. And for her to find our porn page was like, like you, so you're a stalker. Right. She technically really is. Yeah, because she, 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 So wait, so she, so she outed you too? Yeah, yeah, she tried to out me to my mother. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, she tried to out me to my mother. Uh, She, again, like I said, she made the page. She sent a friend request to her. The whole nine. And my mom was like, so, what's this? I was like, uh, yeah, this is what me and my wife do. I mean, this is what we do. Yeah, we, we do porn. She was like, okay, you grown. Do what you do. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> and so from that point, we uh, we decided, okay, well, let's go into pegging. Because I was like, you know what? It's not too many uh, people of color that peg. 
Like every like yeah. every pagan thing, everything I've seen from pagan is pretty much either Caucasian or other. So it's like okay, whatever. Uh, so that's why pretty much why we do it because we to jump into something where it's not that really many of us being represented. Yeah, you're you're filling up that niche, hoping to build an audience. You know that there's not a lot of that out there, and you're into it. So obviously, there's probably other people into it. So why not? Exactly, exactly. I mean, there's a few couples out there uh, that are doing it that you know got millions and millions of views, and some of them are. But we was like, okay, well, let's just try it our way, and so now we're fully masked. Uh, both of us, uh, and we actually have taken, we actually took two states off, so both states can't see, which is Texas and Louisiana. But everybody, everybody else, they, hey, they can see it, and we've been getting a lot of great, uh, a lot of great comments and a lot and a lot of support from the community. Well, uh, let me ask you this, and then you could give a shout out. Um, what? Uh, how much do you make around? Uh, well, we haven't made a lot. So grand total, <laughs> uh, we're probably about up about $700. Right, right, right. But you're growing. You just, I mean, it doesn't, it's not like it doesn't come easy, but you're making some money. You're starting to make yeah. money. Why right. don't you give a shout out to uh, how people can find you if you want? All right. So um, you can find, oh, we do have OnlyFans as well and a fans in. Uh, that is Willie Vibes. V Y B Z, uh, and that's on Pornhub and OnlyFans as well. Mm-hmm. And they could go see and your videos there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And Fanzine. That's F A N Z E N. It's the same as OnlyFans, but they pay a little bit more. <laughs> oh, really? Fanzine? Mm hmm. Interesting. Does your wife and, know about the stuff that when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, you, had, yeah we had talks about it. Not, yeah. Oh, she knows everything right, from, right. Me, from me taking dick, second dick to threesomes to everything. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. And so that's true. That's true why she got the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's great that, you know, you met somebody that's so in line with you and open, uh, you know, I think that that's really important in life to, you know, and, and that you've been able to be very upfront with who you are and her with you, you know, you're very well suited. Right. You married the right one. Yes, I did. I did. Like they always say, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, and I showed you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, Willie Long, thanks so much for calling in and giving me your whole story. It's filled with a lot of stuff. Um, I will include your information on my podcast. I can't include uh, in the description uh, links on YouTube because I get in trouble for that, but I will, you know, on my podcast description. So if people want to find you, I'll also uh, give those shout out again. It's Willie uh, Vibes, V-I-B-Z, right? That's Pornhub and OnlyFans. Yes, V-Y-B-E-Z. Oh, and B-E-Z. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, B-E-Z, Vibes, yes. So, yes, that's Pornhub, uh, OnlyFans, and fans in Willie Vibes. Okay, awesome. And for, yeah. and for the wife, too, it's Mrs. Fox. Is oh, Mistress Fox. Mistress Fox? F O X? Mm hmm. F O X X. 
And that's on only fa- that's on all those places too. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. All right, thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story, Willie Long. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Miss Kathy. All right, send me some anonymous pics for my uh, old Patreon. Nothing, nothing R-rated, Willie. Okay, just X-rated. I mean, uh, nothing X-rated. You could send R-rated. You know, sexy pics, but nothing R-rated. And does your wife know you're coming on the show? No, she doesn't. She doesn't. All right, then I'm I can't have pics. Her. Then I can't have pics of her. If you tell her. I can have pics of her. Mm-hmm. If you don't tell her, I won't take pics of her, okay? I only take pics oh, of no, no, people no, no. who I'll know. Only pics of me. All right, so only just send pics of you. Okay, cool. All right, thanks, Willie. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.